the Detroit is Different Community Group is a 501c3 organization focused and built around the project work of the Allot of Studio Project. The Allot of Studio Project is the project allowing for podcast conversation, live music performance, and also giving away fruits and vegetables within the community. When you support the Detroit is Different Community Group 501c3 organization, you're supporting the Allot of Studio Project. Send your email address along with your donation to cash tag Detroit501c3 to the Detroit is Different Community Group for your tax-deductible donation letter. Saturday, April 28th, 2014 is when Detroit is Different officially started. I had a sit-down podcast interview with Maliki Kenny. It's one of the most listened to Detroit is Different interviews to this day. Thousands of listens in a great conversation about African-centered schools, about reggae in the city of Detroit. Also, how he was making a fortune off of making medallions at one point in time where it was just being shipped and everything. This was the type of story I wanted to bring to life for Detroit is Different. Detroit is Different started as a launch pad and just a runway for what I was doing with my hip hop career. At the time, I was thinking that I needed a platform and access to get people interested in music. What I did not know was what started as just a place to make some articles and introduce people to some of the places, people and things that I love about Detroit would become something that is really a lifetime passion over time that has cultivated. So 2014, what began with stories about Ethiopian food, the place where I get these Irish caps in Ferndale, places and people that I've met, stories about Don Barton in Detroit, and just some of the history patterns of what I think is important to Detroit became something of love, became something of vision. And like most things in my life that have been successful, it was a platform that I created for others that was a gateway for opportunity for myself. Every time, every time I've done something that includes others and we can work creatively and collaborate through that creativity, it's been very beneficial. As if my path in life is something God has been pushing to add in the perspectives, add in the character, add in the flair, the zeal, uh, the, the, just the synergy of collective creativity. And that's what Detroit is different is today as it stands and where it is today, it's expanded to something bigger. And what's it expanded to is needing a 501c3 organization. A 501c3 organization is a nonprofit, as people know. With this, I can give you a tax write off when you give and hopefully you give to the new campaign and the continued campaigns of what Detroit is different will be. But it also gives a platform. So granting options are available for Detroit is different. The Detroit is different community group was a call to action and it came about from a birth of people. This community group is really going to be built upon the legacy we started this summer with a lot of studio. So this summer, if you saw the videos and the images and me encouraging you to come out with what we were doing every Thursday evening, that's something now that is going to be an organization. That's something now that will carry on in legacy. That is something now that is the Detroit is different community group. This community group is needed. But before we get into why the community group is needed, let's talk a little bit more about Detroit is different and how that came to be. 
as I said, I was looking for a runway and a platform just to reintroduce people to some of my thoughts and some of my visions. I was thinking it was more about music and the cultural events I was doing at the time. Uh, hip hop, as people know, my, my first album, 2007, Preaching to the Choir, was something that uh, people kind of connected me to. That gave me a gateway to the next album in 2010, Notes of Artists and Activists, where I was hosting Kwanzaa events at the museum and different places. And when I speak of the museum, I always mean the Charles H. Wright Museum, but other places as well. First Congregational Church allowed me to use their doors and host Kwanzaa events there. And Kwanzaa and Juneteenth celebrations. And then we did this Songs of Social Justice, all these cultural events around music, people, and food, I was bringing to life. This was something that I was liking. But along this journey, I was meeting a lot of different types of people. Rest in peace to my godmother, Orthea Barnes, and collaborating with her. Thornetta Davis, who I've worked with many a times. Carolyn Strio, uh, comedian Josh Adams, who's here on the network. Piper Carter, who's here on the network. These are the different people that I'm interfacing with as I'm connecting people to cultural events and music and also other stories of Detroit. My opinions and my thirst for knowledge about the history of Detroit kind of led me into different panels, different discussions, uh, different things that I'm still humble to to this day. And that calcified and collectivized with Detroit is different. And I speak about collective because Detroit is different was very flat until I started welcoming in others. As I welcomed in others, I had them tell their Detroit stories. Uh, I have a very special article. It was maybe one of the best stories I've ever written about when Thornetta and Jam, James, her husband, married at African World Festival. I thought it was a beautiful celebration where Kim sung and the whole city of Detroit felt like witness their nuptials live. It was deep. It was it was dynamic. I also told some stories that, uh, you know, uh, different people connected their own journeys. My interview with Sharon McPhail, where she talks about her journey uh, being a woman running for mayor at a time where even to this day, things like that, you know, stunt her growth and limit her access. These are all things that reconnect to the Detroit is different story. And I'm glad it's a part of the Detroit is different legacy. So 2014 is a snapshot that led to 2017. 2017, this place where I'm at right now today, came to life. This is a home, a family home, like many traditions, but it's inside my neighborhood. This neighborhood people may call a lot of things. It's down the street from Focus Hope. It's down the street from Central High School. It's Hope Village, which I'm a board member of. But to me, it's a 12th Street neighborhood. 12th, Rosa Parks Boulevard. You know, Greater Quinn is right on the corner and Clements is my street. It's been my block. It's what I love. And this home that I'm sitting in right now was a home that was purchased by my grandparents. My mother's father and my mother's mother decided to move to Detroit here in the 40s. And they were one of the few black families on the block when they moved here into this home. It's hard to think that so many people were living in this home when they first got here. So you have my mother who was born Detroiter. You have my auntie, Aunt Joyce. Her brother, Joe, you also have my aunt Shirley and then both the parents. And then actually to save money, my grandfather had that hustler's mentality. He had a friend cover most of the mortgage in the bill that stayed in the basement. 
So it was a very active space. And this room that I'm in right now was my great grandmother's room, my mama Rulak's room. So this was a place that was bustling with family and love. And it was a vision that, you know, one of the very few World War II vets that hustled out the GI Bill that was black was rare. So being in this neighborhood, there was a Jewish neighborhood and probably four years from them being on the block, the Jewish community turned into an all black community. Uh, my aunt is one of those first black graduates of Central High School. My mom was a Central Trailblazer, even though I'm a Northwestern Cope. This neighborhood is entrenched when we think about so much that happens in Detroit history. And in 2017, I welcomed in the Detroit is Different Incubator. So, so many of the different podcasters, everything that you think of that is Detroit is different. So many people that interact with and it expanded the reach of Detroit is different so much more. It's been beautiful to see all the podcasters welcome different guests, different people and different energies to the space. So that's Cornbread and Caviar, um, Cast Meow, um, everything that's done with We Can Fight, um, Ask Jennifer the podcast. This has been a place and space where I welcome everyone to come that has a platform and something to say. You know, with this, it's also recommitted and reconnected me to the engineer of the house, Joe Black. Joe Black has helped this whole thing go, you know, and we've had many stories and many people that have come through these doors that don't even know me. You know, a lot of people think Detroit is different and may think Piper Carter. Many people think Detroit is different and may think Josh Adams. But this is something that was rooted through my family. In 2017, you know, we welcomed all the podcasters and the creativity into the family. And this was just an audio form. And everybody was pushing for more video. Everybody was pushing for more video. You know, I have some video, but we want to expand. That's what we're doing now. But. Before we could expand, just in thinking about everything that makes Detroit is different, what it is, a great platform, I knew that I wanted to add more social capital to everything that is being done. So you look at 2014, the seed, the growth of what Detroit is different is, you know, then to 2017, more growth and expansion into this incubator space. 2019 was the Detroit is Different Festival. Going back to 2014, when I started with Baba Malik Yakini, and he told his story. He was telling that story in Le Petit Zinc. Shout out to Karima Sorrell uh, and what she did. She had a French restaurant that was located just a stone's throw from the main post office on Bagley. So there in the cafe that evening in April, we sat down. I set up some microphones. I set up some speakers couple of headphones, and I interviewed Baba Malik. He was open, willing, and very, very insightful about a journey of how to start things in process. It was special because as I interviewed him, other people were there to witness this. It was just a conversation. And in 2014, it's hard to remember, but most people didn't know what a podcast was. People were just supporting because they were like, okay, it's something that Kari's interested in. And I loved podcasts at the time. I felt like it was just something that would have been cool to do. And to this day, it's something very cool to do. But it's become more of an industry. It's become something of more interest. It's connected many more people than just me, a person that was interested in listening to different stories. So 2014 at Le Petit Zinc was a gateway to welcome in other people 
in 2017. Those people that came, came and had their guests. They came into the incubator. They came into this space that was a family home that's now upkept by me and different support of the family. And none of this would be possible without all of the Rulak family, you know. But um, 2017 saw that transition. 2019, I knew I needed to do something bigger. I wanted to welcome more energies. That was the start of the Detroit is Different Festival. That fall, the Detroit is Different Festival went off and it was bigger than I thought. It was comedy. It was a hair show. It was women in hip hop. It was this game show. It was an eclectic experience that welcomed also some great podcasts too. You know, Frida Sampson, Audra Carson, Community, Black Coffee, uh, the Riverwise podcast was a part of this as well. All of this helped build more of a platform all in my neighborhood at the Andy space. 2020 put a halt on so much and running on that same energy, you know, like I'm, I'm sitting in in awe and humbled by the support that the Detroit is different festival got and thinking to myself, like, how did this come together? And what was going on with all this support? And I was just shocked that, you know, this could happen like this. You know, you could turn the stage over from a natural hair show to a comedy show with Coco in a matter of seconds. Right in the neighborhood off Finkel, you know, Finkel Ave, the Andy Art Center. It's what I love being in my neighborhood. But we needed to do something different in 2020. 2020 stopped everybody. You know, COVID-19 was was really shaky. Uh, some of the podcasters to this day haven't really come back in full in person for podcasting options. You know, I would say Piper came a little. Josh was probably the number one person that kept going through it. Uh, it was therapy for him to just get up and stretch his arms and, and do something. And in that same vein, I knew that this year I had wanted to do something different. You know, as 2020 was closing out, I was talking to project manager I work with on so much and Suzanne. And I said, I want to podcast outside. I, I want to make what the festival vision was stretch out throughout summer. And the thought process was where, where are you going to do it? What, what's going to happen? How are you going to do it? Then came these other visions of thought process from the woman that gave me life. My mom was intentional about buying a lot of plots of land in and around the house. So much so that, you know, my dad was like, hey, let's start a garden, which ended up me getting some garden boxes made through Akaje. Shout out to Akaje and others and learning about gardening from Baba Malik. Keep growing Detroit is giving me seeds. Hope Village is giving me seeds. Sherry Smith has helped me with some transplants and everything. And the garden idea in 2020, I said, if I'm really gonna keep committing to this, I want to bring in what I love most to what I'm doing now, you know? So I added podcasting to the garden. So the same way Detroit is different is grown. Let's grow the fruits. Let's grow the vegetables. Let's, let's keep growing the whole idea of like just interconnecting everything so that it commits and keeps me in this mix of more of what I love. And that birthed the idea of a lot of studio this summer. And I definitely got to say that just the presence of my mom is always special. 
um, you know, I, I think more and more about some of the seeds that were laid and just my own interpretation of where my creativity can take me with these seeds. But it's also humbling to think to myself, like, I wonder, you know, in spirit and in thought what that exchange would be if my mom was present through some of these experiences. Because even leading to 2017, the launch of this incubator space, my mom was so excited about what could be. You know, the last full conversation that I had with my mom was a group conversation. It was before any podcasts were ever recorded in what is now, I guess, Studio A of the Detroit is Different Incubator. My mom said, you need to talk to your God mom about this. And really speak about what your vision is and how it will come together. My godmother being the Honorable Joanne Watson, who's spent a career in journalism uh, from University of Michigan, but more so than University of Michigan. You know the song. You know the slogan. Wake up Detroit. Uh, Been around for decades. So I invited her to the space. It was myself, Mama Watson my dad and my mom, we all sat, we had like some small snacks. Mama Watson gave her perspective about what this could be and how to think about this. And and when I'm offering this resource to people, how I can engage with this more, it only made me more certain that I wasn't gonna charge my podcasters which I still don't charge my podcasters. People that podcast on Detroit is different are investing their talents, their skills, their energy. All I ask for is that they're purposeful in what they do in their actions, because it's very important that I feel our people have platforms to share and express what's on their minds, what's on their hearts, whether I agree or I disagree. The most important thing is that voices have these outlets because the outlets for the voice is what can trigger thought, what can engage critical thinking, can engage change that's needed throughout our community. And you can see that with what some may label as less, it's abundantly more. That was the last full conversation I ever had with my mother. And it was in group conversation. It's still deep that that permeates to the vision till now. Later that day, as my mom and Mama Watson and my dad all leave, one of my good friends, Yusef Shakur, ends up coming by. Because from that conversation, I was like, I want Yusef to see this. Yusef pulled me to the side and said, this is the most revolutionary shit you ever did. At the time, I didn't really understand what he was saying. And that just sounded like something cool that Yusef would say. But this summer, I understood a whole lot more. So in 2014, I opened Detroit is Different up to introduce a lot of you to the people I know. In 2017, I expanded the platform with the help of others, where now others introduced the people that they knew to the people that you now know. 2019 was the festival where it was the idea of bringing everyone together and witnessing the people we know collectively. 
2021 expanded that because now it finally welcomed in the community. My block, my neighborhood, you know, all of what some may see as blighted, some may see as abandoned. But what I see as home welcome all types of people. So the cause of uh, different discussions from Drake Pfeiffer and Jennifer Crawford to uh, the people from Feedem Freedom Gardens, you know, Monique, Myrtle, Baba Maliki, Keeney, Sherry, uh, Smith from different gardens and talking about urban gardening. Uh, Molly Watt perform. Uh, we had a discussion about Detroit arts with some of the coolest artists that I know from Sabrina Nelson, Halima and Escada, Sterling Toes. Like all these discussions were so cool, all anchored and, and held down through different guests. Myself, I, I, I held in some, but it was beautiful to see people like Alex White perform right in my neighborhood. You know, slowly but surely, like a lot of my neighbors observed. Some of my neighbors observed because they were like, hey, what you doing with those greens? Uh, little did I find out that uh, green tomatoes, I grow well. And now my mailman, uh, even some guy that was like fixing stuff with DTE, wanted to stop and get some, he said for his wife. It was a conversation piece. The garden opened up different lanes to what I do to some of my neighbors. And it also opened up a more of a community aspect to some of the people I know to reconnect to being outside by my house. It really was humbling to witness this iteration of what community is. That's what a lot of studio was. The idea of podcasting and performance together outside in a garden. So those three concepts, you got a garden, you got a podcast and you got performance. You combine that together, you got a lot of studio. And all of that is a vision that took strong effort. Strong effort where many people were like, we can give you more, you need a grant. It's a grant that's right for this. My people want to help, but you need a 501c3 organization. If you were set up better, we would be able to help you with this effort. So that is why Detroit is different. Now it's going to be a 501c3. It's specifically for the project of a lot of studio. So the vision for a lot of studio building and expansion becomes a stage. Shelter. We were, we were battling rain like everybody else in Detroit, but it was a different type of battle. So, you know, a little bit of flooding in my basement, but more so, I was trying to welcome people to come and not get rained on or flooded out, uh, especially when we talk about like the artists. You know, Raphael Lafere had like a whole uh, Star Trek Enterprise worth of equipment. And I was definitely not looking to refund the brother, but it was great to see that performance. So we want to get shelter the same way that Detroit, that Belisle has shelters, uh, a stage, container space to store different things new lighting, new audio equipment. And then also, you know, giving more to the soils, the libations of the people that make this happen. I, I want to uh, provide a higher quality of life, wa living wage to the people that are working with me. 
I want to expand the amount of people working with me. I want to add more programming, add more presentation, reconnect with some of the other organizations here, along with Hope Village and some of the Friends for Life and so many others. I see the vision of a lot of studio being something that will provide curiosity, inspiration, and action to a lot of the other people in the community, you know, in the neighborhood as it already has. And then also for people that do come and connect, they can look at projects like this in their own neighborhood. You know, it's like I'm welcoming my neighborhood and friends and anyone alike to to like kind of see what I do in the house, outside the house through podcast and performance. So it only makes me think like, you know, if there's a chef that does in a lot of studio in their own version, if there's a visual artist that does in a lot of studio in their own version, if there's a videographers that have films that do a lot of studio in their own version with filmmaking and writers and so much and so forth. I see this being something that can be a platform to give others. And it also connects me to what is known as the community house movement. The community houses are houses like this, where people welcome in different community efforts. And many of us have summer efforts, summer programming, uh, and welcome in not just young people, but old people and people of all ages just looking for something to do. You know, that energy of the sunlight that sparks the melanin, that keeps us active, that keeps us going, you know, it does something to people. And I want to make sure that summer is something that can be capsulated and snapped in the memory of most of our minds through a lot of studio. That's why Detroit is Difference 501c3 will exist. And I'm hoping that you are one of the people that will be willing to give to this effort of what the Detroit is Different 501c3 will be. So as I did before, I did a cash app crowdfund campaign. I'm gonna do two. I'm gonna do two from now on. So you're gonna have one that starts for Give Tuesday, because this is the time you're looking for tax write-offs. And if you're looking to write some taxes off, we would love for you to give to our organization of Detroit is different. And this will run all month. So from November 30th to December 30th. And December 30th, we'll have something very special for you. We're celebrating Kwanzaa Day. And that day is very important. That's purpose. And you're going to get produced through Detroit is different, a state of black Detroit address by Yousef Shakur, my homie, my friend, the author, soon to be doctor. But like I say, at heart, just a brother that loves Detroit and has a deep perspective to answer some of the questions that are burning about housing, education, access to opportunity, and so much more in Black Detroit. So this effort will be 30 days. And I want you to open up and start giving. Anything is accepted. At certain levels, you're going to get more. You give more than $100, you're going to get a special book about the history of Detroit is Different. What Detroit is Different is and how it came to be and kind of this story, but longer with pictures and more stories. You'll see pictures of my mom and others and all the podcasters. And if you give more than $250, you are going to be a part of something very special. The Detroit is Different NFT. The NFT, non-fungible token, will be something that is commemorable. It will have value as time goes on. And when I say value, 
as time goes on, because as time goes on, we're going to accept that as an asset. We're going to quantify what that value is. You'll be able to lend against this. This will be something that you can pass on from generation to generation. And it'll be very few slots to get for this. $250 and above gets you that. I hope that you're one of those people that do support with whatever you can support with. Detroit is different and we're looking to continue to build. Now, we're a community group. We're a 501c3 organization. We want your help. Thank you. The Detroit is Different Community Group is a 501c3 organization focused and built around the project work of the Allot of Studio Project. The Allot of Studio Project is the project allowing for podcast conversation, live music performance, and also giving away fruits and vegetables within the community. When you support the Detroit is Different Community Group 501c3 organization, you're supporting the Allot of Studio Project. Send your email address along with your donation to cash tag Detroit501c3 to the Detroit is Different community group for your tax-deductible donation letter.